Welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here we talk about the connection between creativity and healing, and how we are creative, and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally. Join us now. Hi, everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You Healing, and welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today, I have with me Rick Lauber. As a former co-caregiver, Rick Lauber helped and supported his own aging parents. His mother had Parkinson's and leukemia, and his father had Alzheimer's. Rick learned that caregiving is challenging and used writing to personally cope and heal. His stories became two books, Caregiver's Guide for Canadians and The Successful Caregiver's Guide. Rick lives in Edmonton, Alberta, and continues to actively freelance write about caregiving and caregiving issues for newspapers, magazines, and online markets. So welcome, Rick. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. I'm glad to have you. So can you share with everyone a little bit of your story and the path that's brought you here? Uh, certainly. Uh, no, no, nowhere to, no, no place to start like the beginning, right? Um, I'm uh, one of three children, uh, the only son in the family. I have two sisters. Uh, Mum and dad uh, taught at the University of Alberta for their entire careers. Um, I've gone through uh, several moves in my time, several career changes. Um, I've been a radio broadcaster. I've worked as a bartender. I've done some marketing. Uh, um, finally, some freelance writing. Um, I think my my re- most rewarding career, probably over the course of the years, was actually as my father, my my parents' caregiver, uh, co caregiver. Um, when I helped and supported them as they aged, uh, mom had Parkinson's and leukemia, dad had Alzheimer's disease, um, and and actually it was during those co caregiving co caregiving years that I learned about um, healing through creativity. That that's amazing. And I think a lot of people think about caregiving of their parents as a burden, right? And so what was, what was so wonderful about that time for you? Or what was what was the best part of that for you? I found a lot of hidden joys in caregiving. Um, You know, as you say, I, I started out uh, not knowing what I was getting into, uh, I kicked and screamed and, and was the complete unprepared uh, caregiver, which was amazing now that I look back at it because you know, aging is the natural course of life. Uh, you know, we all age, we all decline, our, hate, our health uh, decreases, uh, you know, we all pass away. Uh, but for some reason, I was not prepared for that. Maybe it was not wanting to realize that my parents were getting old. Uh, maybe it was not wanting to talk about a difficult subject. Maybe it was embarrassment to, to, to face the fact that I wasn't prepared. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, over, over the, the, the years that I did help and support mom and dad, um, you know, as I said, I did find some joys. I did find a lot of joys. Um, specifically, I, I learned a lot about what I was capable of doing. Um, I learned uh, about my mom, my mom and dad uh, more so. I, I, I think I strengthened my bonds with them. I certainly strengthened my bonds with my two sisters uh, who I worked with. Um, you know, I became more organized. Um, you know, yeah, I, uh, I grew professionally too. I, I grew as a, I grew as a writer and, uh, I don't think I'd be here. I certainly would not be here today if I, if I, if I hadn't gone through the caregiving experience. And did you 
find that the writing, because I know you have two books on, on caregiving, and did you find that that writing those was part of the healing? Or how, how did the healing aspect of that come in? Uh, writing played a huge part of this. Um, you know, I wrote, I wrote as a coping mechanism, I think is the best way to put it. Uh, you know, as mom and dad aged, I, I found, uh, you know, I was becoming increasingly stressed, um, you know, with the work involved and, and, and helplessly watching, you know, as mom and dad declined and I wasn't being able to, I wasn't able to do anything about it. Uh, you know, probably the hardest day of my life was when dad forgot who I was, you know, because of his Alzheimer's disease. Um, you know, but uh, so I, you know, I ended up, uh, you know, I ended up writing. I ended up starting writing as a coping mechanism um, that began just as as private journaling, you know, where I talked about, you know. I, I, I wrote down my thoughts, my feelings, my experiences of the day, um, you know, that led to, um you know, a number of published newspaper articles uh, in a local seniors newspaper. Uh, and, uh, you know, in due course, uh, what I'd written led to, uh, you know, my first book on caregiving, um, you know, which which was a, a project in itself. Yeah, absolutely. And when you were, you know, going through all of that with your parents and did you did you understand how much you were getting out of it at that time or was it when you stepped back later that you realized? Uh, when I stepped back later, um, it was probably, uh, probably sometime after they both passed away that I, I could look back and, and see the experience being more positive than negative. Uh, you know, when you are acting as a caregiver, uh, you are completely focused um, on that particular job uh, and trying to, uh, you know, trying to manage um you know my my days were full uh, i mean i started early i finished late um you know i was kept running and uh you know with balancing my own life my own career at the time uh you know mom and dad's needs um you know so there were long days and there was no time for myself and no time to no time to think so you know it wasn't till after the fact when i did actually have that chance to think and and realize that you know yeah this was a good experience yeah, I think that's a really important thing for people who are going through something to understand that we don't always see the positives when we're in the middle of it. And it might mm -hmm. be until we can, you know, have that time to step away from it. And, and so I think that's a, a really important thing for us to remember when we're going through something is that, you know, this isn't all of it, right? There's, there's more to it than what we're experiencing in, in this moment of frustration or this moment of anger, or, you know, exhaustion, whatever it is, that remembering that you're spending time with your parents, you're spending time learning about them in ways you didn't know. And then what came from that is your writing and then where you went with that. So can you tell us a little bit about your books? Uh, certainly. Um, you know, my first book is Caregiver's Guide for Canadians. Um, you know, that uh, was uh, that was published by Self Council Press, a uh, publisher out of North Vancouver. Um, you know, basically uh, that goes through, uh, you know, that includes uh, my story, a portion of my story about caregiving, which I shared. Uh, you know, I knew that was going to be important uh, to tell uh, readers that I've been there, I've done that, I can talk about caregiving. Uh, you know, from there I proceeded to, 
discuss a number of probably more general caregiving issues, um, you know, as they came up for me, uh, things like dealing with family dynamics, uh, moving a parent, choosing a long-term care center, uh, looking after yourself, um, you know, dealing with the paperwork, the wills, the trusteeship, uh, you know, orders, that type of thing. Uh, and then, um, you know, finally, I finished that, I concluded that book with a chapter on website resources, where caregivers can find uh, help uh, at various levels, um, locally, provincially, and and federally, uh, nationally rather. Uh, so, you know, there, that, that's, that's the, that's the caregiver's guide for Canadians. Um, my sister book is the uh, the successful caregivers guide, which is a similar book, uh, but it's for the American market. Um, you know, so uh, you know, I talk. Uh, I as I said, I talk about the same, some similar issues. Um, you know, the difference there is between Medicaid and and uh, Medicare and 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 our our you know our provincial healthcare system, uh, which are vastly different. Um, you know, but uh, much of it is 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 similar i mean the issues are the same no matter where you are across uh, where you where you live and and really whatever condition you're dealing with too yeah that's so true we have so many people now that are going into what we call this sandwich generation right so they still have kids at home and they're now taking care of aging parents and that's a that's a difficult time you know did you have that as well or did were you able to focus on your parents Fortunately, I don't have any kids, um, and and fortunately, I have my two sisters that 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 I could lean on and and uh, and and ask for support. And we we worked fairly cohesively together. Not too many knives in the back. Um, you know, we had some arguments, but what family doesn't? Um, you know, so fortunately, fortunately, yeah, I I wasn't. You know, I only had to worry about myself and my own health. Uh, in addition to mom and dad's needs, um, you know, and I managed to figure out a way how to do that in due course. Um, yeah, the the sandwich generation uh, caregivers they have it um, they have a, a very challenging time because they are torn. It's it's like a tug of rope basically. It's you know where you're where you're being stretched from both ends, uh, you know, simultaneously, and and uh, you know there's there's no give, you know, yeah. like uh, you know so so yeah, it's it's challenging for sure. Yeah, and so your writing helped you heal through that. You ended up with two books. Do you continue to use writing for your healing or for now? Just Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. Um, yeah. You know, I I still find writing is as very therapeutic. Uh, you know, for uh, you know for dealing with the excess baggage that I still carry. Um, I still have regrets uh, for not knowing my parents uh, truly. You know, and not really getting to know them when I was younger, and and not really reaching out to them. Um, you know, not having much of an emotional connection with them. Um, you know, so. I lost that opportunity to know my parents, uh, you know, and I know we'll never have that opportunity to get to know my parents either. So, um, so yeah, there, there are regrets. Um, I use writing to, to deal with that. Um, I still write primarily about caregiving and caregiving issues. Um, you know, I do branch out and talk about other subjects as well, but primarily it's caregiving. Um, you know, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I write for, 
North American newspapers, magazines, uh, online markets as well. So, so yeah, I try to keep busy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, and you have your books there for those who are I watching. Can we can we see the covers, or so we know what we're looking sure, for? Sure, sure. This is this is the first book. This is uh, uh, let's get me centered here. This is Caregivers Guide for Canadians. Uh, this is the successful Caregivers Guide, um, which higher. I said a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> hide, hide my face, which is yeah. fine. You know, so there there are those two. Um, I've also, uh, the supplemental writing I've included, uh, I'm also in Chicken Soup for the Soul uh, oh. twice. Uh, so this one is Chicken Soup for the Soul, It's Christmas, which of course is very timely right around now, and Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Very Good, Very Bad Cat. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a couple stories in, in both of those, both relating to uh, caregiving experiences. So... Um, you know, yeah, those were, those were, uh, you know, nice feathers in the cap to have for sure. Absolutely. That's cool. Well, I love that. And I love just knowing that you have an outlet like writing. I'm a huge proponent of journaling. I use it every day. I have a morning program where we journal every day together and nice. I just think it's so important. So, um, I just think that that's an amazing way that you sort of got through that difficult time and, is there anything else that you'd like to add that we maybe haven't discussed today? Wow. Um, you know, there are, there are of course many, many ways that you can express yourself create, create, creatively. Um, you know, I chose writing, but a person can paint, a person can draw, uh, practice photography, cook, uh, even build, you know, do pottery, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I think it's important for a person, uh, you know, pursuing that creative outlet is to choose something that he or she is most comfortable with and he or she has the most interest in it. Uh, and that way it'll be the most effective. Um, you know, I think also it would probably be important not to delay. Uh, I think I'm a little bit of a late, I know I'm a late bloomer when it comes to writing. I didn't uh, really choose that career path until, you know, much later in life. Um, you know, I'm now trying to catch up for last time. Um, you know, so, so yeah, if you do find you have a, you know, a creative soul or, or an urge to write or an urge to create, uh, by all means, follow that urge, uh, you know, don't delay and, and uh, you know, like create and, and, and enjoy what you create as well. Yeah, I think that's so important. I say creativity is in everything, but yeah, finding something that feeds your passions, that's, that's absolutely. So yeah, so definitely. Well, I want to thank you again so much for being here today. My pleasure. It was, a, it was an absolute joy. Okay. So to our listeners, we will see you again next time. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Thank you for listening. If you found our podcast of interest, we'd love for you to leave a review wherever you listen in.